Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Russ Hawkins. Russ is the president and CEO of the leading data technology company, Agilence. Russ has spent over 35 years in the technology industry, helping established organizations and small startups reach their full potential by driving change from the inside. Russ is responsible for developing the overall strategy and leading the growth of SaaS analytics and reporting company Agilence, which helps retailers, grocers, and restaurants improve their operational effectiveness and uncover preventable losses using the data already in their hands. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Russ Hawkins. Well, thank you so much, Ed. It's great to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. So, Russ, first question, as always, is why do you do what you do? Uh, well, in a word, because I get a rush out of uh, out of building organizations and building building companies. Uh, I've been I've been working my my whole life, and uh, uh, when I first uh, got into business after college. Uh, uh, my my first experience was as a salesperson, which is as close to running your own business that you can have without having to put up capital. And uh, and I just get a thrill out of it. I get a thrill out of out of developing back then developing my territory. Now I get a thrill out of uh, developing people. Really, at the end of the day, is what it comes down to. And it just it's exciting for me to build things. That that's and I I just I just get get a thrill out of doing it. Well, one of the topics I wanted to explore with you today is the future of retail. So what are your thoughts on what, what is the future of retail? Well, uh, retail is, uh, is uh, an exciting and ever-changing uh, marketplace. Uh, it, you know, it's uh, well known, the, the growth of uh, uh, e-commerce, and uh, uh, there's a lot of pundits out there that talk about the death of retail and the death of bricks and mortar retail. I, I think that's absolutely wrong. The absolute opposite is true. Uh, bricks and mortar retail is thriving. Even, even the biggest uh, e-com companies in the world are going uh, bricks and mortar. Amazon, uh, for example, that's opening up hundreds of stores and bought Whole Foods and, and, and others. So I think retail is evolving into, uh, into more of a multi-headed uh, organism than you know, strictly the, uh, the old uh, idea of having a single location and selling goods and services. Most companies that I uh, work with um, think of them as all interrelated. Uh, the multiple e-com sites, multiple bricks and mortar, uh, the lines between uh, between what's uh, distribution and and what's uh, retail space are blurring. Uh, companies are using their stores as fulfillment centers. So we're seeing a, a, a dramatic uh, number of changes that have been brought on first by the evolution of technology and more recently and accelerated by the by the pandemic. So I think um, retail, bricks and mortar retail is here to stay. E-com is here to stay. Uh, even today, it's only e-coms about 15%. I think that grows to maybe 20, 25%. But people want to get out into stores. Uh, people want shoppertainment, as I like to call it. They, they, they get, they get um, uh, joy uh, out of out, about being out in the stores and shopping. I, I have Two daughters and a wife, and let me tell you, they they don't buy a lot online. They don't buy clothing online because they just love going to the stores and and and, and doing it. And so I think you're going to see uh, a continued evolution. I think you're going to see more and more entertainment mixed in with the shopping experience, uh, and I think it has a, a very robust future. 
Well, that leads to an interesting question that I was thinking about while you were talking there, and that is if I place an order at my local Whole Foods that I go pick up, is that considered retail or is that considered online? Uh, that's considered retail. Even online, I think, is considered retail. For, you know, if, if you're doing a retail a retail purchase. Uh, uh, today, it's all-inclusive, and uh, when, when I think of the market, I, I think of it as one integrated whole. So then at a certain point when if Amazon opens more stores, then that would be considered retail as well, even though it- absolutely Amazon is opening stores. Amazon's opening stores as we speak. They're one of the the biggest uh, drivers of uh, of self-service technology in in the industry. They're having they're having some mixed results, frankly, with it. But, uh, you know, they're pushing the envelope and they're experimenting. And uh, I think you're going to see that you're going to see that continue. Uh, and And another example would be somebody like a Warby Parker. You know, Warby Parker was started as an online business only. Uh, and after they, you know, they had a very successful initial run, but they determined that they were, they were only going to be able to get to single digit percentages of the market by uh, by continuing an e-com only approach. Now, glasses are one of those things that people like to try on, but they went out and raised money and they're opening a, in the process of opening a thousand stores. So I think you're going to see more and more of that. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, people are people, owners of these businesses start to think of them as these big integrated organisms. You talked a little bit about uh, shop shop attainment or retail shop attainment. Yeah. Would the the pioneer be it, once again, you know, t- going back twenty years, Disney in that with their concept of downtown Disney is re- downtown Disney re- is really just a mall. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> they're one of the best. They've been one of the one of the, the groundbreakers, and they're one of the they're one of the be- the best at it. They they understand that. You know, people like to be mentally engaged and they like to be amused by uh, by their experience. And, and there's a, there's kind of a psychic reward for that over and above the good or service that they're buying. Interesting. So you, you would expect to see more malls uh, maybe expand on that Disney theme of maybe bringing more entertainment into the mall area? Absolutely, I think we're I think we're seeing it today. We're seeing it uh, we're seeing it happen in uh, New Jersey at uh, uh, the American Dream Mall. The, the you know the 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 uh, uh, the integration of not just um, uh, you know pure entertainment things like movie theaters, amusement parks, and those kinds of things, uh, but uh, also just uh, uh, having a, a fun environment, you know, and more restaurants. But to be quite honest, uh, you know. Uh, a mixed-use facility rather than, uh, you know, strictly a, a, a place where retail uh, bricks-and-mortar stores, uh, uh, you know, are, are lined up. And, Russ, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Ah. Well, I'm a big fan of, of presidents, of U.S. presidents. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm close to the end of a major multi-year project of reading the definitive biographies of presidents in order, in the, in the order in which they serve the country. And uh, so I've got a lot of, a lot of great uh, uh, thoughts about presidents, but one of my favorite is Teddy Roosevelt. And what I liked about Teddy Roosevelt, and I think it's a good thing to remember, is he had a clear goal in his own mind. He, I, I'm all about goals. Uh, I, I'm all about short-term goals. I'm all about long-term goals. I'm all all about big, you know, hairy visionary goals as well. And um, and and that guy had it. Uh, he he had a goal. He was he was a very wealthy man who was born into a, a very wealthy family, uh, but his 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 life was all about being part of the the ruling class, if you will, and that's because he had uh, 
a huge set of goals and objectives that he wanted to accomplish, and he stayed through to them, through to them most of his life. And so I think that's a, that's a good skill to have, and it's something I like to have. And lastly, Russ, how can somebody contact you? So I'm, uh, I'm Russ Hawkins. I'm uh, available at rhawkins at agilenceinc.com. Uh, and uh, I'd love to hear from you, from your, your listeners. All right. Russ Hawkins, president and CEO of Agilence. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.